truck at all. I think we just found a transformer. This is Optimus Primer Button, leader of the auto part junkies. And I'm calling on all auto parts junkies to listen to Nostalgic Radio and Cars every Tuesday at 7 p.m. here on Tan Talk. This is Optimus Primer Button. If you don't tune in, it will be the end of the world. Hey, this is Ted Nugent. Hi, this is Jay Leno. Hi, everybody. This is David Hobbs. Hi, this is Bob Varshaw. Hi, I'm Barry McGuire. Hey, this is Danny the Count Coker. Hey, this is comedian, author, and most importantly, vintage race car driver, Adam Carolla. Hi, this is Shirley Cha-Cha Muldowney. Hi, this is Robert Yates. Hey, this is Lou Santiago. I'm John Forrest. Hey, this is Jack Roush. Hello, Florida. I'm Ken Squire. Hi, this is Etzel Ford. Hi, I'm Corky Coker. Hey, this is Dennis Gage. Hi, this is Sam Amolo. Hi, this is Janet Guthrie. Hi, I'm Bruce Cohn. Hi, I'm Bob Lutz. Hi, this is Dave McClellan. Hey, this is Tammy Edelbrock. Hi, this is Norm Gravowski. Hey, I'm Dave Despain. Hey, this is Wayne Carini. This is Bill Warner. Hey, I'm Steve Bignanti. This is Kevin Bird. This is Arlen Ness. This is Ed Justice Jr. Hi, I'm Casey Jones. Hi, I'm Paul Kelly. I'm Richard Hutchins. Hi, this is Danny Sullivan. Hi, I'm Bob Bondron. Hey, everybody, it's Tim Strange. This is Daryl Starbird. Hi, this is Ford Hickok. Hi, this is Ed Iskandarian here. This is Robin Miller. Hey, Sports fans, this is Peter Brock here. And you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kirk at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make the bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road, near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Hey, listen, I don't care where you're going. I've been standing here since 1959. It's a KARZ radio, the Mighty 590. I'm a disc jockey. Under partly cloudy skies, the current temperature in the big town, 79 degrees. You got the tops of the pops, the wax to watch. You got Johnny Hurricane. Brian Edison. Good to meet you, Brian. What's that guy? What's this clown doing? Hey, come here, squirrel. You want to race that thing? Cops, man. Well, there's your first one. Go make an example. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much of love drives a man insane. You broke my will. He's coming after us. Dead on it. Great balls of fire. Still alive? Yeah, this roll bar saves. Hi. Right. 
good to see someone drive one of these in here. Most of them have to be towed. I'm looking for a chassis which I want to stick a big Hemi engine in. You got anything? Cheap. 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 Going racing? Yeah. Pre-war willies rise up like a cutter through ice. Oh, it'd be a miracle just to see one again. Want to see one? Oh, you see one every now and then sitting in an old garage in Rollo, Missouri, or by the side of the road in West Lafayette. Or hidden in a junkyard in Lyons, California. Come here. Come on, come on. It moved. Huh? <laughs> but you ain't gonna sell it, right? Sonny Munn offered me a thousand once. I'm gonna race him. Everybody kind of lost interest in these old hot rods. Right. How about your old Dodge body? You have enough left to bail? Sure, I'd like to see it run again. Especially against Moon. Let's talk. If you beat the Muns, it's yours. Free. It's like the old hot rods. I've seen the pictures. Yeah, every kid used to have one. I'm gonna build a car, too. Just like yours. Yeah. It's looking good, Lefty. What kind of engine you running? <laughs> Rubber band, I guess. My first engine, too. Don't wind it too tight. Won't start. This just came in over the CB. Schoolhouse Road is happening. Get on down. Sprout and Marston's doing a root beer. All clear. How much are we going for, Brian? Hundred dollars a gear. Calling all cars, calling all cars, leaving a big mug and heading your way. Here come the cops. Let me drive. Takes a lot of strength to depress this clutch. This car can get away from you. How come none of these local guys never let you take the wheel? They were afraid it would get away from you. Can I see your driver's license, miss? All right. <laughs> knocking around for years. Thought I'd give the Nationals a shot for once. Yeah, go for it. Treat, you know. Thought I'd see how I did with the big boys. I don't care so much about the Muns. This isn't a beat down. Yeah, I know. I just want a fair shot at winning. Thanks for letting me drive your car. You can't break it any worse than I can. See, the secret of street racing is a mystery to most people. But I gotta figure it out. It's pretty dangerous. Do you want to hear the secret or not? Sure. When it breaks, you build it again. It blows up with a four-barrel car, Go do quads. Tap those up, inject it. Fix it fast. How far? Until it's an automatic, which is boring. Sonny Mon from nearby Lions in the fun for Root Beer Special. He's the number one qualifier with consistent top time. And Brian Edison in the Violet Spring Special, the little guy working at home. What a classic showdown we got here, the way we were and the way we are. Number one, number two qualifiers in a heads-up race. You know, something's got to give. This match has been building for weeks. There's been heartbreaks, teardrops, nuts, bolts, and prayers. Oh! 
trouble. Everywhere I go. Oh, listen to that. <laughs> Seems only fair, brother. Hey now and have mercy, this is Billy F. Gibbons from ZZ Top and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, listeners, welcome. You are tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Running your computers in Google Tan, talk1340.com, and you can see us live. Here in the studio in Sparkling, downtown Clearwater. Good evening, Bobby. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing just fine. How about you? Well, you know what? We're uh, like 10 days away from our big, big, big event. The Superboat. No, you go ahead. Say it. The Clearwater Superboat Races. Did I say it right? Go ahead. Bright House Clearwater Superboat National Championship. Right here in downtown Clearwater on the 25th, 26th, and the big race on the 27th, right? But, but... The news flashes. News flash. You know we need a da 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 or some sort of drum roll thing, right? Don't we, Bobby? You got something for? Us? We're working on that. You're working. <laughs> anyway, hey, Roger Computers at Google Ted Talk 1340.com. Like I said, you can see us live here in the studio. Don't forget to check out our website, GolfStreamMotorsports.com. If you missed any of our past shows, Google our web Google our website, GolfStreamMotorsports.com, and go to our Nostalgic Radio and Cars page, and you can listen to all our past 267, 8, 9, or whatever. Shows we've done for the last five and almost a half years. Okay, right here at Downtown Clearwater, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, at the Tantalk Radio Network. And, uh, of course, we have a great show for you tonight. we got a couple guys. We have some surprise guests because uh, some of the guys that were supposed to come on the show, you know, kind of, you know how it happens. Every once in a while, you know, we get, uh, somebody gets, somebody forgets. And uh, there's scheduling conflicts. And, you know, there's PR people. And then there's... Oops, I forgot. And then, oops, something came up. And then, uh, but you know what? We always make a good show out of it, don't we, Bobby? Because we're professionals here at Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Oh, yeah. The most fascinating legendary names in motorsports right here. That's exactly right. So, whether it's Jay Leno or whether it's uh, Joe Blow Down the Street, he's a really cool, fascinating guy about cars. We're going to have him on our show right here. Okay. And tell me when you're ready for the big surprise here because I got some drum rolls to unveil it with. (laughs) Okay. And then don't forget to uh, like us on Facebook, Nostalgic Radio and Cars and Gulfstream Motorsports. Now, go ahead, drum roll. That's it? No. Boom. I, we we lost that. We never we lost that one. We used we used to have one with a <laughs> a big hammer. Okay. Yeah, that one's uh, dull now. That symbol's gone. <laughs> the symbol's gone. Okay, the tom uh, tom or uh, the the bass drum. But anyway, uh, so what we got going on here? The first inaugural, first ever Superboats and Supercars Car Show that my son and I are putting together with our good friend Ice Ice Jeffy and Speed Culture App dot com. Okay, we're gonna do the first ever. Superboats and Supercars Car Show in downtown Clearwater next Saturday. So we're telling everybody and anybody about it. Now, we're not going to have a ton of cars. We're going to probably have somewhere between, I'd say, 25 to maybe 35, maybe 40 cars. We're going to lay it out at the bottom of the hill, okay, over by the tennis courts on the grass. So it's going to be really nice. But here's the deal. We're not Listen. Gonna, yeah, that, that too. So what we're going to do is we're going to have really nice car because it's super boats and super cars. So what we're going to do is we're going to have some Ferraris. We're going to have some Lamborghinis. We're going to have some Porsches, but we're going to have some American supercars. We're going to have a Boss 302. We're going to have a Shelby. Why we're even going to have, maybe with a little luck, we'll have a Hemi Cuda clone. We'll have a mighty Volkswagen. Yeah, we're working on getting the Herbie clone car over here. Yeah, there you go. Doesn't quite sound like that, but uh, it's close. Um, let's see what else we got. We're going to have our friends at the, uh, what's the name of the motorcycle place, Bobby? Dime City Cycles in Largo. Dime City Cycles. Now, these guys over there are really a bunch of neat guys. You want to talk about some bitchin' motorcycles? They put together some classic 
looking pre-72 cafe racers road racers and then they get pretty innovative so they're going to bring a band of 20 or 25 bikes down really good looking stuff now again we set the standard the bar high for this event because we want to have really really good cars now granted there's a lot of car shows out there you can see a lot of run-of-the-mill cars and no disrespect to those guys because everybody's a car enthusiast but the idea is to have kind of a cool car show for the spectators for a change to have something really different so we're doing this invitational type deal where we're going to have some really neat cars some contemporary some vintage but the idea is to have something different you know now granted you know when you go to the run car mill one of the show run of the mill car show you'll find uh you know let's whether it's quaker steak and lube or whether it's uh biff burgers or whether it's uh old town or something like that you're gonna get a lot of the, the normal camaro chevelles mustangs torinos uh b-body mopars you know roadrunner satellites and stuff like that and those are great cars a lot of guys like to just hang out and talk and that's fine because we want that we encourage that as much as you can but we're also trying to bring more people into the hobby and one of the ways to bring more people into the hobby is to kind of have a variety of different types of events with different types of vehicles because you know i i'm on the i'm in the field a lot and i talk to a lot of people and i and i hear people you know when they say you know i'll, I'll say to them hey look i haven't seen any car shows lately i say well you know it's the same old cars the same old same old same old i said yeah okay i understand you know unless you're really a car guy you know, where we eat, sleep, breathe, drink. I mean, that's that's all we do is car stuff. And it never, never gets boring to guys like us, okay? But to the occasional hobbyist or car enthusiast that's not as much of a diehard as we are, you know, he wants to see something different. He might want to see some muscle cars one time. He might want to see some sports cars sometime. He might want to see uh, some exotic sometime. And, you know, if you've, if you've tuned in the show, you know that we, uh, we promote the uh, – Festivals of Speed event. The neat thing about Festivals of Speed, and yours truly, of course, I'm one of the MCs, or I am the MC, I should say. And, you know, we've got supercars. we got exotics. we got race cars. we get got 4x4s. we get tuners. We get all kinds of stuff. So that's probably one of the few events, but it's huge. You'll have, you know, maybe two, 300 cars that show up at that event. But we'll have a huge variety of cars. So there, we can pretty much, you know, entertain the tastes of everybody. But when you do these small local events, you know, you have to kind of specialize a little bit. And that's what we decided to do at this particular event. And since we're going to have the Superboats there, which will be in the paddock area at the bottom of the hill, you're going to get a chance to meet some of the really cool guys that run these boats, the drivers, the navigators, the teams, the team owners, you know, the even the average guy that just tows them around, you know. Everybody's there, but they're all enthusiastic about the boats, about the boat racing. And um, also on, on, on Saturday, they're going to have the Baystar Seafood Festival down there, plenty of food and drink. Uh, you're going to have a number of other vendors down there. But this time, because we're going to have the car show, this should be pretty entertaining because we're having the cars, the boats, and the motorcycles. So this should just give you kind of a feel, a feeling of kind of like a mini speed week, speed day, or something like that. It's going to be really cool. The other thing that's going on is a lot of the boats will be in and out of the paddock. They'll be in the water going through the channel there, and they'll be going out to uh, the Gulf of Mexico where they're going to be doing their testing and stuff. Because Sunday, Sunday is the big race at on the pier, okay? Yay! Anyway, Bobby, I think we got some stuff. Oh, yeah, well, let me get to talk about, uh, well, that's the big deal, okay? And then, of course, uh, also on the other side of the coast over in California is Rensport. And uh, so, unfortunately, I was originally planning on being at Rensport, which is the big Porsche thing, but it does look like I'm going to make it. But if you get a chance, check out Speed Culture app because if you go to the Speed Culture app, okay, you go to the website, you can find all the latest and greatest and all the stuff that's going on as far as all the cool shows, okay? And I'll be talking about that a little bit more and more as we get closer and closer, because we're going to unveil, we're going to launch the Speed Culture app. This is a really cool little app that's going to be able to sit there and give you everything you need to know and where to go for all your automotive event needs and uh, all this automotive cool stuff right at your fingertips on your little telephone. Right, Bobby? Is that, did I say that right? You bet. You bet. Okay. Did I miss something? Because, you know, if I stimp, st- 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 if I trip, fall, and stutter, you gotta, you know, you got to catch my back, man. Well, you'll be buddy. able to get it. Let's see. Google Play, Apple App Store. So that's for your iPhone and your Android. Um, so whichever one you got, we got an app for you. Dude, we got an app for you. Right. <laughs> basically. So we're going to want you to app up, right? App as they, up. Yeah. App up, as they say. That's the new cliche. Hey, I want to give a big, big shout out to our friends at the Suncoast Mustang Club. I went to their little meeting yesterday at the old Grant Ford in downtown St. Pete. Uh, shout out to those guys. Uh, we're going to have a couple of the guys bring up some cool cars for us. And, of course, today is Rib Shack Tuesday. A big shout out to our friends over at the Rib Shack Smoking Barbecue. No, Smoking Rib Shack Barbecue. I say it right? Give them a call over there, 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. And a big shout out to Vinny, 
who is now the new manager over at Bellador's Pizza. Our old buddy Mark, who is the uh, previous owner of Bellador's Pizza, is now relocating to Las Vegas. So now Tim, an old buddy of mine, is now the new owner. And guess what? Tim's in a Mustang. So definitely check out Bellador's Pizza on Clearwater Lago Road. Hey, us car guys got to stick together and do business with one another, right? For some of the greatest pizza in town, Belladora's Pizza. Give them a call, 727-581-5000. That's 727-581-5000. Okay, so Rube Shack Tuesday and Belladora's Pizza on Sundays. And we may be doing a car show there, so a big shout-out to those guys. Anyway, Bob, what do we got on the turntable? Because we got our guests calling in in a few minutes. We got America Driving. Oh, that's the name of the song, Driving. It's, uh, it's uh, off one of the recent albums, but it's an older song. Called so. Lost and Found is the album. Absolutely. And they may be coming back in concert here in Clearwater. So, hey, you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't touch that dial. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork. 
or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends Corey, Jed, and Kurt at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Belladora's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make their bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Lighters on my dresser, yes, sir. You know, I got to get paid. A 25 lighters on my dresser, yes, sir. You know, I got to get paid. I got 25 lighters for my 25 folks. Girl. I, I don't want it to be like this. Hey, just don't play games with me. 
maybe even murder. Just stand there, chicken. Don't move. They call him Duke. He uses girls the same way he uses cars for kicks. Get lost, Ernie. You think you can handle him? You're just a kid. What you want to wind up in a motel room with any man? All you think about is me getting married. What if something happens to the man I married? What if he gets to be like Dad? They're trying to kill us, Peg. Got to do business on their terms. Kids will try anything for kicks. Hey, this is Jimmy Shine from SoCal Speed Shop and the host of Car Warriors. You're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't touch that dial. Okay, we're back, and you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And hey, I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening. An associate editor with Hot Rod Magazine, Brandon Gologly. Brandon, did I pronounce that right? Yes, Brandon Gologly. That's me. Gologly. Okay, Brandon. Hey, welcome to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. So where are you guys at? There's a whole bunch of you guys that were supposed to come on the show tonight, so I understand you're all scattered between, uh, what, Indiana and Wisconsin or something? Yeah, that's right. We had uh, racing starting at 8 this morning, and we have a pretty big edit team this year. And so, as some of the faster guys, some of the guys really have their stuff together. They'll make one pass. If they like it, they'll hit the road. So, some of the people on staff, uh, like myself, I started, I took off after uh, one of our faster guys who's actually in second place overall. He had a really good run. It was a you know, six-second run, and uh, he liked what he saw. After his trailer hit the road. So, I think I am, uh, as far as the staff goes, I am the front runner. You're the front runner? You mean you're, you're ahead of Freiburger and uh, Tom and all those guys and... Yep, yep, those guys, uh, is doing a live feed, so he's, the, like, the last guy out. So, so, so man's, man's the booth, yeah. So what are you driving? Uh, I'm in an Impala, uh, but a late model Impala. At least it sounds cool. You know, it's not like it's a 64 Impala or anything awesome, but, um, it's a pretty good mobile office. Can't complain. So this is your, your mobile office, and you're basically taking a late model Impala down the track? That's what it is? Oh, I'm I'm just uh, I'm just cruising along trying to shoot car to car photos. From the, so we need a, a big old rental beast. This is what this is what we use for the for the highways. Oh, okay. Well, give us a little background. You're from the uh, Monterey, Monterey Peninsula, which uh, I'm from Northern California originally, so I'm from uh, Marin County. But I was just out there for the uh, the uh, Monterey Car Week uh, last month, so I know the area fairly well. You're right off 101 there, right? Pardon me. Yeah, yeah. I grew up actually in Prunedale. I tell everyone I grew up in Salinas, unless they're from Monterey County or Northern California, because it's such a small town, no one's ever heard of it. Well, everybody's but, heard of Salinas. Uh, <laughs> yeah. As farm country, you say, you say Salinas, Del Monte, you know, everybody knows what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, cool being. So what's, uh, give us a little background on yourself here. Tell us about how you got, uh, how you developed your passion for cars. Uh, well, I'm the youngest of five. My two oldest brothers are car guys, and they're like, you know, 14, 15 years older than me. So when I was four and five, they were already driving. So they were, they were in a mini truck at the time. And uh, my second oldest brother, Brian, uh, he had a 67 Rally Sport Camaro when I was like five years old. So I remember that thing. And uh, that was his high school car. So that sort of got me into it. I used to go to the good guys' car shows in Monterey at the fairgrounds with him when I was really little. And um, yeah, I've just been kind of hooked on cars since I was probably four or five, I'd say. And as soon as I got out of college, I started applying for a magazine job. I actually applied at a job uh, at Hot Rod, and I wasn't sure I was qualified for it, but I applied for it. And in the meantime, another job came up at Trucking Magazine, which the same company, and I took that. I was there for five years, and uh, when a job opened up at Hot Rod, I jumped to the chance, and I took that. So I've been at Hot Rod for a little over four years and with the company for 10 years. 
Interesting. Now, an associate editor, what exactly? Give us a breakdown. Tell us what the editor in chief is. Tell us what the editor, uh, the editor of the overall magazine is, and then tell us what an associate editor does. Give us kind of a breakdown. Uh, okay. Well, uh, so David Freiberger is sort of the brand manager, and we we sort of joke around that he's sort of the research and development group. He's the one who came up with the idea of the Roadkill Show, and that became really successful. And that's kind of what his, you know, that's what he does most of the time is is, is the, the video stuff and work on you know trying to do new things with uh, with media and with cars. Uh, and then editor in chief would be David Kennedy. And he runs the day-to-day of what stories that we're working on. Um, our title is actually staff editor, which is the same as Tom and Alana. And so the three of us kind of all are, um, we do a little bit of everything, I would say. And we all write feature stories. We go on drag week. So we, so we uh, you know, we cover a little bit of racing. We'll go to Bonneville. We'll go to Ohio Mile to do standing, um, you know, standing mile and land speed racing. And my sort of niche within the staff is that uh, I'm the one who likes to shoot photos the most. So I shoot a lot of features, and uh, I shot some very cool cars in the last couple of weeks. Um, so that's what we do. We also have a tech editor, uh, Marlon Davis, who is like a real nitty-gritty nuts and bolts. Um, the guy just chases down all the details for a tech article. So, you know, People have car issues. They'll call up Marlin and he'll put them in touch with the local mechanic, and they'll just, you know, they'll troubleshoot and chase down all the little gremlins that could cause car problems. So we all have kind of a little specialty. I think Amana's specialty is uh, is a writer, and then uh, Tom Taylor, that guy's an encyclopedia, and he's a great car designer, but he knows drag racing from the, you know, the golden era, the, the 50s and 60s. So he's an encyclopedia. So I think it's a really cool team that we have. We're, we all have, have a little bit of uh, a specialty. Interesting. Now, I'm looking at... Uh, I was talking a little bit earlier, and I can run this by you. We're working on this uh, app. It's called Speed Culture App. And what this app does, basically, it goes onto your phone. And right now, we've got the, the test bed, the demo one done. And it's uh, set up for an Android. And this is basically a app that if you're in Timbuktu, and let's say you guys are driving somewhere between Indiana and Wisconsin... And you're going, you know, I wonder if there's any car shows somewhere along the way. Of course, you know, obviously the first place you would go were probably someplace on the Internet. But if you have this uh-huh. this app at your disposal, you just Google uh, Speed Culture app, and it'll pull up, and it knows exactly where you are geographically. And it'll also automatically have listed, if they've been uploaded, obviously, uh, events that are taking place within miles of where you're at. So that's what this app's all about. When I'm looking at our website, okay, Speed Culture app uh, dot com, but that's the website, and then the app is a separate app as well. And there's a picture of Hot Rod because you're on our events page already, by the way. So you know, because oh, cool. my my partner and I, we've entered and my son, we've entered a lot of events on there, and most of the big ones, okay. And then of course you, it's kind of like a community. You can actually sign up on this thing, and when you download this app, you know, basically you can kind of contribute to it. You can, uh, it kind of works like a Facebook page. We're going to have news mm-hmm. feeds. We're going to have video, audio, all kinds of stuff, plus a classified section. But anyway, getting back to our website and the app itself, I'm looking at September 15th through the 19th, Hot Rod Drag Week, week up in Indianapolis, and there's a picture of a uh, red and white '56 Chevy post car. With a pretty yeah. serious blower coming through the roof, is that your handiwork? Uh, it could be. It, it, it's. Uh, I'm guessing that's that's probably one of Wes's photos. He is our man on the shooting the action, Wes Allison. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's. I think that's probably going to be uh, Joe Barry's car. Uh-huh. One of our, you know, I think he was a, in the three fastest car last year. He got into the 200 mile an hour club. Hit really? Miles an hour and a quarter mile. Yeah. Uh, we made a couple passes in the 192, 193 this this year, but that is a serious car. So that how many horsepower? That's probably well into the 2,000 range, right? Yes, that's um, a lot of those big those uh, large displacement big block Chevy twin turbos are you know 2,000 to I think uh, Tom Bailey is around the 3,500 range, but I think most of the time you're looking at 2,500 or so horsepower. That's some serious stuff, you know. When I look back in my yeah. day, back in the '70s, you know, if we had 600 horsepower, we were doing good. Today, you know, oh, if you yeah. don't have 
2000, you ain't crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy what, how far these cars have come in just the last couple of years. I mean, uh, man. So with a few thousand horsepower, yeah. with a few thousand horsepower, this thing probably runs what, sevens in the quarter? Uh, he will get into the sixes occasionally. Uh, but yeah, mostly most, a lot of those two thousand horsepower cars are most of them are in the sevens. You're correct. We've got uh, gosh, I don't really this this year we've got more than ever cars just getting faster and faster in those classes, and it's amazing how they how they dial it in. They'll they'll that, they have boost controllers, and they'll set up a little kind of a ramp, and then kind of feel out with the track where they can put the power down, and they'll just slowly ramp up boost so it doesn't shock the tires and. That's what a lot of the guys will do if they plan on running, you know, they think the track's a little iffy, they'll go out and make a soft run, and then they'll play some boost up and see where, where they can hold on to power. Well, I, was, I heard that some of these guys are running 30 pounds of boost. Is that what they're running? Yeah, they'll, that's what they'll ramp up to. It's pretty crazy. But you need a really serious ignition system to cut, cut through all that air and fuel in the combustion chamber, but uh, that's why some of the top guys are running magnetos, which I think is kind of crazy. Um well, well they, they need some juice. That's why they're running Magnetos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Damn. All right, now let me ask you this. Freiburger's F-bomb, how fast did he ever get that thing going, that Camaro? Oh, man. We had that at, uh, uh, we took that out to Fontana a few months ago. And I think he finally, I think he just got into the eights. He got in the eights. I think so. Okay. I, I, yeah. Okay, well, that's good. So now, um, let me ask you this. Me being a Ford guy, and, of course, we beat on Chevrolets all the time. We're not Chevy fans here, but that's okay. We <laughs> like all cars. So, like, uh, are you a Ford, Chevy, and Mopar kind of guy? I have to sit there, and we have to discriminate. This is a equal opportunity discriminating rating show. Oh, man, this, this, you're going you're gonna to hate this. I'm a Pontiac guy. Oh, that's okay. I like Pontiacs oh, as long okay. as it's not Chevrolet. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? I actually have a Pontiac that has a Chevy motor in it for now. Oh, what, what kind I of, put it there. I'm taking it out. What was in it? What kind of Pontiac motor should be in it? Well, it was, originally it was a uh, 326 car with okay. a power glide. All right, so it's an, old, it's an old Firebird or something? It's a, a 64 Le Mans. Oh, 64 Le Mans. Okay, that's a good-looking car. It's a nice car. Yeah, I really like the, uh, the horizontal light. So I, I shopped around for a long time before I found that. And, yeah. Um, I got a smoking deal on it and, really, and then drove it home. And I've had it for two years, and I've had an engine for about a year that I'm very slowly accumulating parts. And uh, so, what are you going to after drag week? Maybe it will inspire me. Um, what are you going to put in it for a motor? Uh, I've got a 400 block from a 71, yeah. 72 A body. Okay. And I got a 462 stroker assembly for it. Okay. So, uh, should be hydraulic rotor cam, pedal block head. You know, 462 and... Well, now, wait a minute. You know, wait a minute. Are, are you talking Pontiac or Chevrolet now? You're talking Pontiac motor, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Good. I have a spare 455 if you need it, and I also have oh. a spare set of fenders for a 64 Tempest or Le Mans or a GOAT. Very cool. Mine is mine has been somewhat restored somewhere in the past, and unfortunately they shaved a lot of the emblems off it, which I would have rather had on there, but it's fairly straight. The paint's awful, but it, it kind of looks, it's uniformly beat, so it, it kind of has a good look to it. Okay, that's cool. So, like, you are you into the old kind of hot rod, rat rod type thing a little bit? Well, yeah, I, I kind of like the, you know, the, the ratty muscle car sort of thing that's popular now, as long as, you know, guys are out there driving it. There's some really cool examples for that on, on Drag Week right now. Okay. Um, one in particular is just a, this crazy story. These uh, three Australian guys came out. They were friends with a guy who's had his car out here and he's been prepping it for drag weekends. A really cool uh, free right-hand drive that hauls. And these three guys uh, were talking to the shop owner as they're prepping this car in, in Missouri. And he has, I guess they took a mechanics lien on this 1969 3 4-speed Chevelle. And they just parked it 20 years ago. Uh, been sitting, collecting rodent poop for 20 years, sold it to the guys for 1500 bucks. They blasted it out and put it together and they, they come on Drag Week with it. It's, it's amazing. Hmm. Okay. Now, let me ask you a question. How old are you? I'm 33. 
Okay, you're still young. That's cool. And uh, and and just a, just as a survey, how many 30-year-olds are really into the older cars? Do you find? I mean, do you ever take a survey when you're out at the track, when you're at some of the events? Uh, you know, a lot of the guys that are around my age and a couple years older are actually into the cars that were kind of big when they were in high school. There's a lot of guys my age that are in third-gen Camaros and F-bodies, actually. There's a whole lot of F-bodies and, uh, on, on Drag Week and um, on our car shows like that on Power Tour. Um, but I think they're kind of trickling down. Some of the, some of the, maybe the stuff that they can actually afford. So... But you'd say, would you say that, like, uh, you know, because the, the, the big thing is us older guys, and I'm in my 50s, but let's just say us older guys, we're always, we're getting kind of concerned now that, uh, you know, we got to get you, uh, you know, 20 and 30-year-old guys really heavy into this stuff because somebody's got to carry the torch, so to speak. I mean, so does that discussion come up a lot with you guys, too, and around your uh, your generation a little bit? Oh, for sure. There's, I think a lot of the thing is that there's definitely uh, sort of another generation of younger guys that are into the you know, the, model, the pre-war stuff, Model A32, but the cost of admission, you know, to play in that, you know, in that area, in that area is kind of, kind of high. But the funny thing is, I, I came from a, a custom truck side, and uh, that's where kind of the guys that are really good fabricators got their start, a lot of them. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Jamie Jordan. He, he does uh, a lot of metal work. The guy's really good at his hands. He got started in mini trucks, and he was over in the hot rods, and I, I see a lot of builders that do that once they can kind of, you know, they realize, I'm putting all this money into a Tacoma, and it's worth two grand when I'm done. If I put all this money, you know, into a Model A or, you know, heaven forbid it, you spend enough money to get a 32, <laughs> you know, you wouldn't be such a money pit as, you know, some of these, you know, 80s trucks with such a small market. So they're, they're just kind of seeing that, you know, I like the way they look, and they're actually, you know, it's smarter to put the... the you know, you can't really say it's an investment. You, I don't think we're in, in it for that. But it's like, man, if I knew it, that this car, I'm not just straight sinking my money into it. Maybe I can justify it a little bit more. Huh. So. Now, if you had to sit there and pick a car, if you had an unlimited budget, what would you put together right now? Oh, man. Jeez. I mean, given what you know now and you travel all around, you know, what would you like to, what would you like to, what would you like to have for a really badass door slammer? It changes every week. Right now, I'm really feeling a, uh, this is going to sound weird, a, a Chevy Opala from Brazil. I like weird stuff. And I like having unique stuff. A Chevy Opala is a little uh, mid-sized. It was like Brazil's little hot rod uh, car from the 60s and 70s. And I'm kind of a weirdo, and then I like stuff that, you know, you don't see every day. Uh-huh. Australian cars, there's a several Australian cars that are in I'm like, man, I really dig that Capri and that Monaro and things like that. So I get on these wild tears where I want weird cars. So Interesting. Now, is that what year would that car be that you're talking about? Uh, late 60s. They were weird. Like, they came out in, like, they went from 67 and they ran all the way to the 80s, but they got ugly as far as they made. But kind of the same body show with just different uh, front end tops on. Interesting. We just we just passed a really awesome '68 Barracuda fastback, and I don't think those things get enough love. I really dig second gen Barracudas, so. You like those? Oh yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, now let me ask you this: When you guys travel, it's like it's you, it's Tom. Who who's your who? What team do you travel with? And how 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 often are you guys on the road? In the summer, really busy. Um, on drag week, a lot of the times it's Driver, Kennedy, Alana, and myself. We have done drag week. Uh, together for a couple of years. Uh, Tom, this is his first drag week. Uh, a lot of the times, Alana will travel with a, a freelance photographer like uh, Wes Allison or Larry Chen, who's out here. Um, or I'll travel with Alana to shoot for her, and we'll both kind of work on a story. Uh, sometimes I go and stuff on my, on my own. I was in Detroit um, to drive the 2016 Camaro last week, and there's an opportunity came up to shoot a 1932 Ford uh, vintage race car. And so I photograph that myself, and I'll write that story. So, you know, it all, sometimes we'll just do things solo. Sometimes it'll be us with one photographer. So how many weeks out of the year would you say you're on the road? Jeez. I, I mean, just counting Big Week, Drag Week, Power Tour, and FEMA and 
Dungeon Masters. That's five, like, entire weeks solid, just those. In addition to that, there's probably another, probably four weeks combined that we would be just doing two- and three-day events. Wow. Now, where do you do, do you live? Do you live up there in the Monterey Peninsula, or do you hang out down there in L.A. with everybody else? Or is yeah, everybody scattered? Oh, you no, do? Uh, Tom is in Orange County, uh, South Orange County. David Kennedy is right near the office, uh, which is in L.A., it's, uh, South L.A. by actually the airport there, LAX. And Freiburger, Alana, and I are all in the San Fernando Valley. Okay. What's the what's the biggest event you guys attend e- each year? Um, it's probably our power tour, as far as uh, car volume. Mm-hmm. And and some some people from our staff will go to say the Good Guys event, Good Guys Columbus, which I've never been to, but Tom will go to that. That's a massive another six seven thousand car event. And as far as our presence there, the biggest show that we do is SEMA. We kind of we bring everybody to SEMA. Okay, good, because we're going to be at SEMA next month, or in, in November, obviously, because we're going to um, um, launch our app. So, uh, That's great. So we'll, we'll definitely all have to kind of hook up. I mean, you know, everybody kind of hangs out there. Um, you probably obviously know Dennis Pitsenbarger. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he was on uh, doing Hot Rod Radio. I've been on his show a couple times. I was just going to ask, where, have you been on his show? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've called into his show from a couple drag strips. We were I was at the March meet one time, and I called in with him. Uh-huh. And on my first power tour... He was there with the Rustolium Roadrunner. Oh, really? I rode with him. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, well, now, when you go on these power tours, do you just pretty much ride with somebody, or do you just kind of, or do you, do you ever take your own vehicle? No, we always have to have, like, a rental car like we're doing now, just because just the logistics of driving our car out there would be another four days, and then we'd have to be there for weeks. So we don't, we can't afford to drive out of the office, and then it's just so much easier to hop a rental car. We got... Usually minivans, really boring stuff in SUVs, so we can pop open the back hatch with the back doors and shoot car to car on the highway. Oh, that's cool. Very convenient, yeah. Yeah, neat. Well, now this year the Paris Tour, what, starts in Minnesota or Wisconsin? Where's it at this year? It's up north and comes down to Louisiana or something, right? Yeah, we did that in June. We went from uh, Madison, Wisconsin, all the way down to right near Baton Rouge. Okay. All right, so now the next year, 2016, it's going to pick up Baton Rouge, and so where's, where's it going to go from there? I don't know yet. I think... Um, people that are above me that are smarter than me probably know where it's going, but <laughs> yeah, we'll usually start somewhere near there, uh, Baton Rouge or New Orleans, and however we're headed, we could probably head, you know, we could go along the Gulf Coast, we could head toward, back up towards uh, the Carolinas, just kind of beeline that way. Um, I know the guys of uh, Freiburg who said he's wanted to go through, he would love to go through like the Badlands and the, the western part, but there's just no real... You know, we, we're going to go so many miles per day, and we've got to find a place to stop to put a couple thousand people without, you know, completely taking up a town. So there's some logistics challenges there that I don't, I'm glad I don't have to deal with. When you're talking Badlands, you're talking what, South Dakota, North Dakota, that yeah. area? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we'd, we'd love to shoot cars in that sort of scenery, too, just for a change, but... Yeah, well, you know what? We could we could we could take over Sturgis. You know, they're used to having motorcycles. I think we could just flood them with some hot rods. What do you think? Yeah, exactly. They think their bikes are loud. <laughs> bring, out some of our, bring out some of our hot rods. Yeah, they haven't seen horsepower, have they? That's right. Yeah, no, I kind of like that idea. You know, I've, I've I did a power tour. Well, I, the start of a power tour in 2006. My son and I went to Orlando because you guys were going from I think Orlando to maybe Michigan or wherever it was. And okay. uh, so, at the time, I had a 74Z28 that was so rusty, it came from the Badlands. It really did. It came from South Dakota. And when you close the door, it closed twice. First the inside, then the outside. In fact, my oh. quarter panels my, my quarter panels were flopping. But you know what? The inside of the car was perfect. The roof was perfect. And the floorboards were perfect. But everything in the middle, the hood, the fenders, the quarters, <laughs> the doors were junk. But it was a factory, four-speed, air-conditioning, match-numbered Z28 Smoked like a freight train out of the left uh, bank, but it ran and drove. And to make matters worse, I took all the Chevy emblems off it. It had Ford badges on it, and I called it, uh, we called it the Rat Turd. 
And but when I rolled in the power tour, this is how cool the power tour is. Nobody gave me any crap. They just said, "Yeah, come on in, hang out with us." And that's what when I gained a lot of respect for the hot rod guys because they didn't care. You know, it's not like a local show. Oh, they pick on the Ford guys, the Chevy guys, and this and that. These guys didn't care. You got a cool car, corny car, whatever. We don't care. Hang out, man. It's cool. So I got to tell you, the the hot rod power tour. When you guys get ready to do that, we'll get you guys back on the show and we'll pump that thing up for you. That is a good oh, one. Sure. One hell of an event. One hell of an event. Oh, man. That is um, that is what, if you just fill that down, that's kind of what Drag Week is, because there's so much, you know, these guys, there's some really cool stories of guys that have just, like, they only see each other on Power Tour. That's where they hang out. They, you know, they they pulled over and helped somebody out that was broken down and ended up being friends with them for, you know, for years. And, you know, those Australian guys, when we, I know they, they broke down last night, but, you know, a bunch of participants came over to help them out. A whole bunch of local people came out to help them out, so that's a really... You know, there's a, there's a lot of good camaraderie in this uh, community. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Let me ask you this. In your estimation, I don't know if you've been around road race cars or you've been around, you know, uh, rounding around cars and stuff like that, but would it be fair to say, just from your experiences, that drag racing still is kind of the purest form of and not overly commercialized racing for the average guy, you know, in the lower I'm classes? Say, drag racing and probably... Uh, land speed racing, like Standing Mile and, and Bonneville. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, that's there's no commercialization whatsoever in, the, in those venues, and that's a really tight community. Uh, we go out to the ECPA. I've been up to Mojave and Bonneville, and that's, I mean, talk about guys helping each other out. There are guys that will help you break their own record, you know. And uh, so Keith Turk, who runs ECPA, is also, uh, he's Freiburger's Bonneville racing partner, and he's a 200-mile-an-hour club member in the ECTA and the SCTA at Bonneville. Uh, he's got records, and he'll, you know, his, his motto is that, you know, I don't own the record, I'm just borrowing it. He'll help anybody else break it. So That's cool. really, really cool fraternity of racers out there. Yeah. Now, wait a minute. Um, let, me, let me back up a second. Didn't you do some sprint car racing at one point in time? Somewhere I was reading in your bio, you used to do a little rounding round stuff yourself? No, no, that was Jesse. Oh, that Jesse. That was our old associate with Jesse. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, now, have you had a chance? Let's jump back to the Bonneville and uh, Dry Lakes. Have you had a chance to do some land speed stuff? Oh, no. I, I raced at Mojave in a standing mile. Uh, but, man, I'd, I'd love to do Bonneville. There's a number of... I'd, I'd like to just pour over the rule book and find one of those records that, you know, maybe has been sitting for a while and and try to pick something off. But to do it in a two-club, a two-mile-an-hour club, that'd be something that would just be amazing. That's neat. We got about three minutes left. Let's go back to the Hot Rod Drag Week thing. Now, does okay. that is that just the one? That's an event that kind of takes place at different locations around the country. Is that the way that works? Yeah, we kind of stick it in the Midwest because we gotta we gotta keep it sort of so we can do a circuit. And the Midwest has got the most density of really good tracks, and we'll hold these you know these cars that are running in the sevens and the sixes, getting the traction that they need, and uh, we'll run. You know, we yesterday we were in uh, we Gaming Motorsports Park, and then we drove 250 miles. Uh, today we're in Indianapolis, and then you know we're almost to the next next venue. But um, there's no real. It's not like Power Tour will will drop off in one area and pick up the next. So, uh, but yeah, Midwest is where we where we keep that. Now they run in a thousand or thirteen twenty. Thirteen twenty. Okay, really good, good. Yeah. Interesting. Hey, we're just about out of time. I just heard the music coming on in the background. Brandon, okay. go ahead and plug your website or the company you work for real quick. Hot Rod, give us the full drill. So if people want to find out more about you, follow you on Twitter or, or Facebook or whatever, give a give out your info. Our website is hotrod.com, and our Facebook page is Hot Rod Magazine. Same thing for our Instagram and our Twitter. Okay, and how about if they want to follow you personally? Can they do that if they want to? Uh, they can do that. Uh, my Instagram is at Brandon G, with, and it's uh, B-R-A-N-D-A-N-G. It looks like Brandang. Brand. <laughs> okay, sounds cool. Hey, Brandon, I want to thank you a lot for coming on the show. You did an excellent job. I'm pretty proud of you. Keep up the good work. See if you can recruit some younger kids. We need more young blood into the sport and the hobby, especially drag racing, road racing, any kind of racing, hot rods, street rods, street racing. Not supposed to say that, but hey, I'm a big street no, race no. fan. <laughs> but uh, And hopefully I'll get to see you and meet you at SEMA, okay? Absolutely. I'll be there all week. Well, let's stay in touch, and I'll uh, shoot you an email after the show. Again, Brandon, I want to thank you very much. Pronounce your last name again for me so I don't do it wrong. Gilogly. 
Gologly. Okay, Brandon Gologly <laughs> from Hot Rod Magazine. Thanks for coming on Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Hey, in the meantime, I want to tell all my listeners, thanks for tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Be sure to check out our show every Tuesday night, 7 to 8 p.m. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and Gulfstream Motorsports. Superboat races, superboats, and supercars next Saturday, 26th. I want to see everybody there. In the meantime, everybody, stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. Telling tales out of school, but there's a fella in there who'll pay you ten dollars if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDTF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen. You dumb cracker. Deep and wide.